shows lean left, some lean right, but we lean local and business. This is North Georgia Business Radio X with Phil Benelli. For the next hour, we will celebrate the businesses in our area and the people that run them. Find us on Facebook at North Georgia Business Radio X and online at NorthGeorgiaBusinessRadioX.com. Now, here's Phil Benelli. Welcome to North Georgia Business Radio X. We are so glad that you're with us today, and I think you're going to be glad too. We're going to talk a lot of great stuff with someone who's meant a lot in my life still does, Mr. Aaron Fritz of Inertia. We're going to talk entrepreneurship, partnership, accountability, security, a lot of great things. So let's dive right in. Aaron, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Phil. Uh, Aaron, you know, You've been a big part of my life for a long time. I love getting to spend time with you. Uh, it's extra fun now. We get to do it on the air. Tell the folks a little bit about Inertia. What, Abs- do, you, what do you all do? Well, absolutely. And again, Phil, thanks for having me. Uh, the feeling is mutual. You've made such an impact in my life as well. Truly appreciate you, friend. So, but but yeah, Inertia and uh, our specific name, Inertia Legal, right? Because a lot of our focus is on the legal market. It doesn't mean that we're restricted to just that, but um, it's it's uh, where we've carved out, carved out a name for ourselves. But what we do at Inertia is we help law firms organize documents. And to back that up just a touch, if you think about a law firm, law firms struggle because their documents are disorganized. Mm. We install a solution that makes it simple to find documents, which then allows lawyers to do better work win more cases, and become more successful. And if you take that concept and strip away a little bit of the legal connotation, what you have is a a company that we call Inertia, right? Focused on companies that convey value through documents, Mm -hmm. right? We were talking earlier, if you're a contractor, the primary value uh, that you, or product that you give to your customer is a house, is a driveway, is something very material, very tangible. Right. But if you're a lawyer, um, if you are uh, anybody offering advice, you know, your your medium for conveying value a lot of times is a piece of paper. Yep. And the information that you're reviewing uh, to work the case, to build the case, so to say, is all paper. So if you are in an industry that is paper heavy and you need to manage it to be able to do a good job, we have a solution to help you do exactly that, to take out the guesswork. And overall, uh, just allow you to get base hits and stay on track, um, you know, with, with your work product. Get your whole team on the same page. And it, it seems like when you're in an industry where you have a paper product, you have a document, but uh, it's no longer a hard piece of paper necessarily, right? And it's people are, uh, they're, they're working remotely. Mm-hmm. They might be traveling and still need to get a document. They might need to e-sign something. So there's so much more to documents than uh, printers and word processors. That's exactly right. And, you know, when, when we focused in inertia on document management, uh, to be perfectly honest, it seemed like an incredibly boring subject, right? One that was too small in, in scope to really sustain a business. But the reality is, is that, you know, the, the, the depth and complexity of documents is is really parallel to the depth and complexity of information management, right? And that is the key. Well, and so if I think about, I've got to have these documents, I've got to access them, I've got to use them efficiently, but I don't want other people to access my documents. 
And you do you help protect from that too? Yes, yes, we do. Yes, we do. And if it wasn't, you know, obvious as a part of the conversation, what what we have is not just a, a, a paper management system. It's software um, to manage electronic files. So when we were talking about documents earlier, I, I, I made the jump to call it information, right? And and the reason I wanted to make that jump, Phil, to call it information is that before, when you, when you had paper documents only. It wasn't incredibly difficult to maybe put them in a manila folder and then put them in a red well or kind of one of those right. big accordion folders and slam in a filing cabinet. But when it's digital, you know, not only is it a little bit harder to uh, classify and control those documents because you literally don't see them in front of you, uh, but it can also be hard because there's more of them. You know, right? You think about if if you actually got the volume of paper mail in your mailbox every day that you get in your oh. inbox. Like think about how difficult that would be. Wow. Right. So, so when the world made this transition years ago from um, paper physical documents that are being mailed back and forth to really moving over to electronic documents, the volume increased exponentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and so y- you need a better mousetrap to organize those things. Uh, what you did before does not necessarily translate over to electronic document or computer-based management. And it applies to emails. uh, It applies to PDFs, Word documents, uh, all the information that you're managing, right? So so you need to take a different approach to say, how do we best consolidate, you know, organize Mm. and and make all that information more functional uh, on a computer? Right. So you help them craft a system to do all that. 100%. And I could tell just from previous conversations we've had as well that's the part you seem to love you love getting to engineer that and consult with them and you know get at what are their needs how how are they uniquely set up and craft the perfect solution for them yeah and i think what what the the heart of that whole motivation is is this is that um there's a lot of people that that spend a lot of time in school and have carved out a niche for themselves uh, but it's it's not in doing good document management Right. It's in being a great lawyer. It's been in being a great banker, right? It's investing into your community. Um, but documents are one of those things that really, they're kind of a necessary evil, if you will, right? You convey your value in that document, but it's its not, it doesn't motivate you. Nobody wakes up in the morning and says, I just love document management, right? right. Or information management or anything along those lines, right? And at the end of the day, if they are too focused on the document management, that's taking away from what they must do, what only they can do. So you're really, as you kind of alluded to earlier, I mean, you're freeing them up to do the value-driven activities that they need to do. That's correct. That's correct. So if we can take your documents uh, and, and almost make that system transparent so that when you set out to help one of your clients, you can immediately do that. And your team has all the context to dig into those same documents, understand what version went to a client and what version is, is uh, still being worked on in-house, and they have the full picture, that, that allows you to be the best that you can be there uh, and puts you in a spot to win. I love that. So uh, where did the name Inertia come from? It's a great question. So, you know, I didn't pick the name, but it goes back to the uh, original owner of Inertia. This was, uh, he started about 20 years ago here, I've owned the company for about 12, um, and, and the company goes back to about 20. But the whole idea, and the original tagline for the company was, get going, keep going, right? And so the, the funny part is there's two different types of inertia, right? 
There's a bad kind of inertia, which prevents you from moving forward in the first place. Then there's a good kind, which is the uh, traditional science experiment where you have a bucket full of water and you swing it over your head, right? And the the water uh, stays in the bucket and doesn't go everywhere or the flywheel. That's a a real trendy, you know, kind of a cliche leadership tagline, right? Like the flywheel concept. But it's true. Once you get that thing spinning, it carries on without a lot of need to push it again and again. It carries on kind of under under its own weight. And so that's what we want to do is to help Mm. different uh, law firms and knowledge workers out there uh, really get the documents out of their way and allow them to plow forward, right? We want to build momentum for them. Build momentum. I love that. I I asked about the name. I was so intrigued because what I was thinking is the only thing that could keep a company from wanting to improve this process would be just that negative kind of inertia of like, you know, we just don't want to change. We're busy. We're scared of change. We've been doing this for a long time. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, so you had talked earlier about, hey, remote access or what's going on with that. And, and so w- one of the opportunities, opportunities that we have in this industry right now, or really a, a, across all industries, is this whole transformation from working at home or working in an office only to a hybrid work environment. Mm-hmm. And I think the term hybrid work environment is really important because when everybody locked down during COVID, right – all of a sudden it was, hey, full remote work across the board. Right. right? How do I get to my documents? And there was initial figuring out of, of what do we do? How do we get back to the server and the documents? And on and get back. Let's get back to this after this break. Thank you for listening to North Georgia Business Radio X. going to dive back into some topics that really seem to be on top of everyone's mind. Remote work, hybrid hybrid work. If you're just joining us, welcome to North Georgia Business Radio X. I'm Phil Benelli, and we're here with Aaron Fritz of Inertia Legal. So Aaron, tell us about the things you're seeing and how you guys have been helping to fill a need related to remote work. That's right. And for anybody just joining us right now here, we've been talking about electronic or software-based document management and uh, well, while we do focus on the practice of law, we, we work with anybody, any knowledge worker out there, anybody who um, has a lot of documents to organize and needs to organize those for both uh, working their case if you're a lawyer or delivering a, a, a product, uh, whatever that might be in the end. So, and, and hybrid work. Well, when we rewind back to COVID, mm-hmm. uh, of course, when everybody went into lockdown, there was a real phase of panic. Hey, how do we have continuity uh, of, of services. How do we not go out of business during this period, right? And, and everybody was real tense. Uh, and there were some legitimate challenges. Uh, how do we actually enable access back to uh, documents, you know, you know, at an office um, if somebody had never done that before? Right. And a, a lot of our clients uh, had invested into this, and, and, and most companies had kind of some method of remote access, maybe it's just remote desktoping back into a computer at work, uh, or something along those lines, but nobody, put it this way, most clients and most businesses didn't have a great method to kind of be able to just flip a switch and maintain business as usual, sure. right? 
and, and so over the, the last two years since all those lockdowns happened, there's been a, a great kind of internalization of how, how do we do this, right? And, and of course, certain employees or a lot of employees like the flexibility of being able to work from home. And now that we're, we're out of all that, do we return to full in-office work only or do we go full remote or do we have kind of a hybrid approach? And, you know, like in most things, you don't stay at the, the extremes of the spectrum. You kind of congregate in the middle here. And sure. so what we're seeing emerge is how do we provide additional flexibility for workers that may want to be home because they have a legitimate need? Maybe it's, it's, it's uh, somebody who needs to be with the kids, right? Um, maybe it's somebody who's traveling a lot. Uh, mm. Work from home is, is incredibly leg- legitimate. It's a huge motivating factor for so many employees, um, as well as how do we bring them into the office for proper collaboration and how do we do both seamlessly? Right. So seamless is, is, is really the focal point here. Um, and, and so what we found is that remote desktop alone or, you know, using go to my PC or something along those lines really starts to fall apart because there's all these connectivity issues and you're dependent on the internet and Mm. let alone security concerns. And it gets gets kind of a boring technical conversation. But the big takeaway was this. It was how do we take somebody's documents that were on their server, only available on the Z drive or whatever when they're in the office, put those into the cloud in a secure manner and make them available anywhere they had an internet connection, period. Right. Starbucks, home, office, you name it. Boat in the Caribbean. Yeah, that's right. That's the dream, right? On the beach. Um, and so it, in, in the past, there weren't great solutions for this. But now it required, you know, not only software developers to fast forward and provide these solutions, but it required businesses of all shapes and sizes to go, wait, what worked for us for the last 20 years is not going to carry us forward. Right. And we have had some of the best conversations with our clients to say, not just, hey, let's talk about you know, documents and software, but really let's get behind what are you looking to accomplish over the next five years, right? What is the talent that you're looking to add to your organization and what do they need? And, and, and what motivates you and drives you? Do you want to be in the office all the time? Maybe you as a business owner need a little flexibility, get those Mondays, get those Fridays back you know, at your office, sure. at your house or wherever. Uh, so we're, we're able to bring all that together because if you have the information you need to perform your services at work, which for so many industries is documents, you can have the flexibility to do that anywhere. And our system does that for you. Adds a lot of value to life. I love it. You add a lot of value to life, Aaron. If, if you're just joining us here at North Georgia Business Radio X, uh, I'm sitting with Aaron Fritz of Inertia Legal and talking about all sorts of things, uh, document management. Which, on the outset, you know, I don't think anyone wakes up and thinks, oh, I am so excited to hear this topic, document management, but there's so much to it, and it's so crucial, and it is something that if you are a knowledge worker, if your main product is involves documents and documentation, whether those be legal documents uh, for a lawyer or warranties or, or loan documents or all these different things, um, it's crucial, and, and it's so important. So, so let me ask you this. So along... That line, Aaron, uh, I mean, I always get this sense of passion from you of what you do. And diving in deep here, I get it even more because you really are helping people get out of their own way so they can do what they do best. And you're you're pumped about it. I get pumped listening to you. 
And one thing that always stands out to me is that you're in the document management business. You own a great company that does document management. When you were in college, let alone 12, you had no idea. And when you were 12, this, this software didn't even exist. So, you know, I always think about with people, they don't know what do they want to do, you know, and you didn't know about this. How did you get into this, Aaron? Tell us how you got to where you are now in this zone of genius for you that you love. Well, that's a great question, Phil. And uh, what do they say? Something like 80% of, of uh, college graduates don't use their, you know, degree mm. of choice or, or whatever they set out to, to pursue. Uh, and I think that's interesting. That's 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 life in general, right? Um, you kind of set out in a certain direction, and then you figure out, oh, hey, this is this is how we're going to tie all this together, right? So, my entry into this uh, market was uh, I was uh, working in a law firm, getting a little experience as an intern. Um, kind of liked it, kind of didn't like it. Um, you know, there's we won't get into all the details of that, but uh, there's things to like in the practice of law, and there's sure. a lot of a lot of minutia as well, and and kind of drudgery, right? It's just one for you. Uh, that's right. That's right. So I said, hey, let's let's try politics out a little differently. I uh, worked on a campaign initially for um, uh, Bob Corker in Tennessee, actually in 2006. That was a pretty heated election, and. Uh, helped him get to the Senate, and uh, that was a great experience here, but a little too junior on the campaign to make it to D.C., which was my dream, right? <laughs> I think my title was something like chief intern, something real prestigious <laughs> like that, right? Uh, but it was a good experience, and uh, came out of that and worked for a, a, a political think tank for a while back in Phoenix, where I'm, I'm from, in the Arizona area, uh, and, and kind of did this IT job on the uh, in the evenings to I'll pay for my $5 an hour internship or whatever it was, right? Okay. Uh, so, but long story short, uh, the way that we got into this was it, 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 it paid the bills, but it also allowed us to continue to uh, assist with lawyers and, and, and politics and, and overall kind of be in that same area, which we um, were motivated by and had an inclination to serve, right? So what I would um, fast forward through all this on though is when we first got into working with law firms, we, we had a whole array of services, things like CRM to help them stay in touch with clients, right? right? Uh, even uh, uh, analytics and business intelligence. And we did documents on the side. And I, I just always thought documents was a little bit too narrow of a focus, a little bit too dull, quite frankly. Uh, and, and what I've found and, and what really motivates us and is, and is driving our are scaling as a company. We're an amazing growth track right now. Right. Is that you don't need this, this uh, in, in incredibly sexy concept, right, for business. You just need something highly relevant. Mm. And, and if you're a lawyer, like we're talking about, or if you're in any industry that's paper heavy, you don't need this flashy software or dashboards to tell you how fast your company's moving. What, what you need is something to legitimately just help you practice better. And, and for the practice of law, that's all about documents and emails, right? right? So, so the more kind of we got out of the way here and said, hey, it's less about our software and it's more about helping our clients do the best job they can. Always about that's, them. That's really fueled our success more than anything. And for, for the most part, that means helping them with documents. I love it. All right. Thank you for uh, being with us on North Georgia Business Radio X. We're going to take a break. Make sure to come back. We're going to talk more about how to help your clients win.
Welcome back to North Georgia Business Radio X. We're diving into some very exciting things, I think, and a common theme amongst, it seems like, really every business we talk about. And that's that the way they got to where they are and the way that you listeners will get to where you want to be and having a successful business is just finding needs uh, of clients and filling those needs. It's just helping your customers succeed. And one thing, uh, Aaron, here with Aaron Fritz of Inertia Legal, that I, I kind of kind of am hearing you say is that um, it's really all about the customer, right? So mm-hmm. you are, it's not about, hey, you don't go and approach a prospect and say, hey, we're Inertia Legal, we're the best, you need to work with us because of this. You understand their needs. Every part of your communication is about them and their needs. That's right. That's right. And you got to understand that your value is in, in relationship to them succeeding, right? Right. So if, if you can be that, that change agent to help them to be more successful, uh, to, to take documents and get those document problems out of their way so they can practice better as a lawyer, you're a real asset to them, right? I mean, that right. carries tremendous value. Uh, but if you're just one more shiny object or one more piece of software... Uh, who 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 gives a rip, right? Mm. So be a, you know fill a critical need, not just a want. And one thing that I think stands out, you know, a lot of folks that I talk to, uh, they don't feel comfortable with one of the key things required for growing a business, which is sales. Hmm. You know, in approaching a company, if you go and talk to a law firm or any other uh, knowledge work practice, and you approach them about inertia legal. That's hard, right? It's hard to Always. sell, hard to grow your business because you open yourself up to the possibility of rejection. And how much easier when you just feel so confident you're solving a need you know they have. Like That's right. They need you, Aaron. That's right. They need you. And that's that's helpful in that conversation, right? Like Because there's going to be objections. I hate it when people call me to try to sell me on something, whether it's, you know, some charity thing or whatever. And they sound so unconfident and Mm kind of snivelly. and I get it. I've been there. You got to believe in it. Yeah. Well, and you've been doing sales for so long, Phil. And, and, you know, usually when somebody starts out in sales or early on in their career, they want to tell somebody about the value and this is why you should buy it. And what you really need to be doing is listening. Listen. And you need to listen to them and, and, and understand, okay, what are they struggling with, Right. What stands in between them and success? And if you can be a part of that conversation and provide a, a legitimate product that helps them be more successful, that the sales kind of take care of themselves at that point, mm, right? Right. And that's where people are going to tell their peers about you. Like, oh my gosh, you know, Tim, I, these documents have been killing me. Aaron saved the day. That's right. This guy over here, the the document master. That's right. What I was at, uh, I was at a conference the other day, and uh, um, there was two lawyers behind me. We're, we're chatting up pretty good. It's actually a pretty cool conference because this conference rented out the Grand Old Opry in Nashville, oh, wow. right? And so it was, it was a good one. It was a good one. I want to make a little plug for Clio on that. Uh, there's some great software out there. Uh, their conference is fantastic. It's in Nashville next year. Okay. Um, Anyhow, uh, we were talking to them about our solutions and, and what it did and, and kind of give them the whole talk track. And this guy leans over to his partner. He says, hey, this guy here, this guy's great. He's documents for dummies. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, you can be offended by a comment like that at first, but he, he totally meant it. And it was, it was a very, you know, it was, it was, it was well intended, right? And, but that's the idea is that you don't need to hear it the way that you want to. 
they need to internalize it and go, yes, that guy, like, I, I'm a freaking fantastic lawyer, but I hate document management, right? Yep. Let's put it on the keep it simple, stupid track. The keep it simple. documents for dummies track. That's what we want. Oh, if you're just joining us here at North Georgia Business Radio X, speaking with Aaron Fritz, a great friend, really more of a brother of Inertia Legal, and just talking about serving your customers and meeting a need. And that's what it's all about. And I love that. Uh, and we talked a little bit earlier about how you are passionate about this. You're passionate about removing barriers, helping people to manage this crucial need for them of their documents, that's right. securely, remotely, safely. And you're pumped about that. And from the outside looking in, somebody who's not been doing this might think, boring. I mean, how could you be pumped about document management? And a big part of why you are is because you know you are solving this massive need. That's right. And you're great at it. It's fun to do things you're good at. it. But but that brings up a, a point. When you're really solving needs, you're helping people break down barriers. It doesn't just help you sell. It helps you be excited about what you're doing. That's, they need you. That's right. Mm, I love it. Yeah. Well, and there's an overall maturing, too, as, as you know, anybody later on in life, you documents it's not an exciting topic at face value right but it's it's something that everybody deals with right yep. and it it legitimately stands in the way of your success so if we can help somebody with that it's not about the documents it's about helping them practice better helping them achieve their dreams and helping scale their firm without the chaos that's right now that's exciting stuff that sure is and one thing you mentioned earlier is you guys used to focus more on some other things that might seem a little sexier, like the CRM and that sort of mm -hmm. thing, but that, no, it's not the sexy that they need. It's the necessary. That's right. Base hits. Base hits. I love it. I love it. So, all right. So in this document management world and how that has changed, you know, you talked about in the past 30 years ago. Uh, digital document management wasn't that big of a thing. Then it became a thing. Then COVID hit. It became more of a thing. Remote access became more of a thing. What uh, What are any trends you're seeing? Any different changes? Are we still just digesting the changes that happened during COVID? Or are there some new things on the horizon you see in the industry? Well, there's a lot going on. And this is uh, it's a pretty deep topic, topic here. So we'll kind of just try to skim the surface with it. Okay. But you know, we, we had talked on uh, a few minutes ago about the hybrid workforce, right? And and at, at the heart of that is how do we enable work from uh, a remote location? Uh, maybe it's a home office. Uh, maybe it's somebody traveling abroad uh, as well as the office and kind of breaking down the barriers to say you can really legitimately work from anywhere. Seamless right? transition. That's correct. And not just do that over, you know, kind of an old remote desktop connection. I think pretty much everybody's done that at some point here. But they also know that depending on the internet connection speed, it can be really tough to draft a document or work. Mm. You kind of click your mouse, and then it waits, waits two, three seconds for it to show up on the screen. Nobody wants to work that way. Right. So, so how do we bring a real desktop-like experience as if you were at the office down to the remote location you're working. So there's there's been a lot of improvements on that. Uh, our solution that we work with, which is known as NetDocuments, that's our, our, our primary uh, software-based document management system that, that we install for clients at this point. There's a few others as well. 
but that does a great job of taking all that remote functionality and bringing it right in front of a user so that they have a, a great experience, a very efficient experience working with documents. But as, as we look at the landscape, kind of what's on the horizon, security is a huge part of it. Mm. Uh, and, and so it's, it's not just hackers, right? Security, that's a big part. When we look at remote access, remote is great, but remote also means that it's accessed over the internet and who else could potentially access that over the internet. Right. And so you really need to be careful that when you make the transition to a hybrid work environment, you effectively secure access into those documents or into your information, mm, okay. as well as maintain security um, so that that information uh, is, is properly managed and encrypted uh, and, and there's no loopholes or kind of back doors into it, so to say. Right. So there's this whole element of security and our solution does an amazing job of that. It's kind of half workflow. That's the motivating factor. Hey, let's let's work remote remotely. Let's do hybrid office. But then there's kind of this more more uh, nefarious side of it, which is, wait a minute, now that I'm working remotely, what about the security? And our solution does both. It, it, it actually takes all your documents and puts them into a true government grade security system. Wow. Um, every document that's saved into it uh, is double encrypted. Uh, and then that document is sliced into a minimum of three pieces and then dispersed across three to five uh, geographically distinct data centers. So some pretty wild stuff. You know, there's, it's almost impossible to say that that data would be hacked. And the reason that becomes so important is because what's on the, the horizon is compliance. Compliance. All right. And on the horizon after this break, I want to hear more about that. Uh, we'll be right back on North Georgia Business Radio X. excited, Aaron, to dive into our final segment, although it's bittersweet. But uh, we're going to talk about compliance, which although is something not everybody gets jazzed about talking about, is very important in security and compliance, and then building a team and how to keep a team excited. So uh, it's North Georgia Business Radio X. I'm Phil Benelli here with Aaron Fritz of Inertia Legal. And uh, Aaron is an expert. His company helps people to people who require a lot of documents, you know, they focus on lawyers and attorneys firms, but there's so many other things, architects who have other plans, uh, bankers, uh, anything with lots of contracts, he helps them do what they do best while he's doing what he does best and keeping their documents accessible, secure, etc. We've covered hybrid and remote work. And with the accessibility piece, one topic we've touched on is security. So let's dive into what has changed and your needs to keep things secure and how you do that. For sure, for sure. So we were talking about uh, hybrid workforce and, and kind of how does that open up um, security concerns for, for internet-based access to documents and information. And uh, and we were trans, translating that over to compliance. And, and so if there's anything on the horizon that we're looking at from a security perspective that's going to affect businesses, small and large, and pretty much any vertical you're in, uh, it's the term compliance. Mm. And, and, you know, as a small business owner, um, 
20 years ago, even even 10 years ago, hey, we're a small business. I don't don't have to maintain HIPAA compliance or something along those lines. That's for doctors. Or, I mean, Phil, you've been in the banking industry for a long time. There's all kinds of financial controls that you guys have had yes, to be compliant are. with. Yep. But most industries out there don't have some federally mandated compliance measure where they have are potentially subject to random audits at any time, mm. right? Uh, and and so when we talk about what's on the horizon, it's this this concept of compliance is is coming home um, to roost, so to say, for pretty much every small business in America, uh, and and it's only a matter of time to where the concerns of data being present on the in- internet and things like the right um, to be forgotten on the internet. Mm, the right uh, to be forgotten. That's yeah. right. You think about all that information that you posted when you were 18 years old or 17 years old on Facebook. Do you want that to be public knowledge at 35? Should you have some sort of right for that paper trail, which is just exponentially larger on everyone at this point than it right. was 20, 30, 40 years ago? Should that be able to disappear? So you're seeing things like uh, in, in California, there's something called the CCPA. It's the California Consumer, oh, I don't mess this up, California Consumer Protection Act. Uh, and, and basically what it mandates is that you as a, a, uh, a citizen of California, if you will, I don't know if that's the right term, but you have the right to go to a business doing business in California and say, hey, search all of your records for my information and remove them. Okay. Now, there's certain things like, hey, if there's a contract, doesn't mean you're going to delete the contract, but it means that you have to conceal that individual's information. So it, like in healthcare, there's a term called PHI, personal health information. Everybody gets that. Your own medical records, you don't want those going out to everybody. But now there's something called PII, which is personally identifiable, uh, personal identifiable information. Wow. I think that's what it is. Long story short means this, is that your individual identity is something that small businesses have to manage and be able to analyze their records and remove. And so this is something that happened in the biggest business market in America, which is California. It's also on the books for over 25 states. Um, it's, wow. it's, you know, bills have been proposed. It just passed throughout the entire European Union with something called GDPR, which has quite a few more standards. Uh, and even says, hey, data uh, on servers, it has to live in the European Union and it can't go outside of that geographic boundary or it has to, uh, what's the jurisdiction, right? So literally, where does it live? There's all these compliance standards that are coming out that whereas before we would say, you know, only healthcare has to worry about HIPAA or only financial industries have to worry about FINRA or something like that. It's not the case because personal identifiable information is present on all of our systems at this point. And it's that right to be forgotten and say, hey, that's my information that is really coming home to roost across the board. And there's quite a bit that comes with it. So if I'm a small business owner and I hear this, it sounds like the takeaway for me is that I need to have some sort of accessible system that is searchable and I and I can get to. So all the data that flows through me online, my website, my records, I've, I've got to understand that. That's right. 
Okay. Uh, if you're just joining us on North Georgia Business Radio X with Aaron Fritz, uh, learning so many great things. And as we wrap up today's session, I want to talk a little about, about team, Aaron. And uh, I know you just took your team uh, to a conference. We did. Which I thought was great. And right now, it's hard. You have a very engaged team. And you have a lot of different things that your business does. You have these players with different skills and personalities that that you do a great job of welding together. How important was that? What did that mean to your team when you took them to this conference? Well, it, it, it means so many things. It, it means things that I can never convey to them. They need to go experience for themselves, right? Um, in the same way, you, you can never be termed an expert by yourself. Like you can't self-authenticate, right? People, people, you laugh at that. Somebody says, I'm the expert. So, says who, right? Right. Well, it's, it's not so different for... Uh, a business, and, and we've really made a national name for ourselves in legal document management, which is, you know, admittedly uh, a niche of a niche, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pretty narrow focus there. So it's not like you go bump into people on the street and they go, oh, inertia, inertia legal, the one that, like, like document management kings here? This, that doesn't happen. So for them to go to a conference at a, at a national scale and find out that you know, you're working with with uh, companies that are over, you know, a billion plus dollars, right? True unicorn companies that are scaling, you know, not just in a, in North America, but uh, in, in Europe and uh, the Australian markets and, and kind of across the board. They walk away with something really meaningful. They understand the scope of what they're doing. And it comes home to rest in a very motivational factor, right? Mm-hmm. And that conference wasn't cheap, you know, but uh, but if we can get the team synced up, you know, get them out of the normal office setting and go make a few memories with them. Mm. Uh, that that team is so much more willing to contribute and to listen to each other's ideas and overall just believe in, 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 in what we're doing, right? I love that, Aaron. So two things that I'm taking away from that, and both have to do with connection. So your team, you're here. You guys are in the trenches every day, serving customers, overcoming obstacles, doing your thing. When you get away to a conference in your industry, uh, it they, they feel a deeper sense of connection to what they're doing because they're in the whole, they see what all these other people are doing, they see how they fit in. That's very motivating. But then they connect with each other. That's right. Right? You threw some fun things in there. Where was it? Was it in Denver? It was in Denver, yeah. Okay, so good spot. Always. Yeah. It's not like the conference was in Iowa. No. It's a good no, place. That would, that would be a little tough. I don't think they do a lot of those. A lot of cornfields. A lot of cornfields. Um, so you you did this, and it had an investment, right? It had everyone going. The the cost of just attending the conference, hotels, flights, food, and all these other activities. But the, the ROI on that, although you're not really going to be able to quantify it, you're already seeing it, right? You can see what sort right. of results have you seen from them attending the conference and their well, attitudes well, or whatever? Absolutely. Great question, right? And so I, I've seen an increased um, desire for ownership, right? Mm. An increased desire to improve our processes, mm. to dream a little bigger, right? To um, overall level up. And I think that's hard to, to convey that something that's truly motivating for somebody to say, Hey, here's our path to success, right? Here's the opportunity set before us. And you can tell them all, all you want, but they really have to internalize that and find out what's their motivating factor, what's their right. piece of it. And it's not just money, right? Because um, you can pay somebody enough. We know with, with, with income, 
if you get a raise, that's really helpful. But but your life kind of expands to how much money you're making, and then all of a sudden you don't have enough money again, right? As BB King said, the thrill <laughs> is gone. That's right. Quickly, the thrill goes away pretty quickly. Well, l- let's do this. Let me. I, I want to make sure people know. If you are out there, you have a lot of documents. Look up Aaron, Inertia Legal. Check them out. 100%. Because they're the guys that help you out. And remember this as we wrap up our time at North Georgia Business Radio X with Aaron Fritz. Take care of your team. Build up because they're going to help you solve your customers' problems and win. Thanks, everybody. You've been listening to North Georgia Business Radio X with Phil Vanelli. What local business do you know that should be highlighted on our program? Let us know. Just search North Georgia Business Radio X on Facebook or contact Bo at businessradiox.com. See you next time, and remember to support our local businesses. <laughs> <laughs>